0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: So, are you volunteering at the vaccine site?
0: Yes, I am there now. I am putting tape on cards uh, for people, um, and it is quite
1: hectic. Did you get the vaccine?
0: Yes, I got the vaccine at lunch. I'm so happy. Oh, my. Everyone here is, they're all, like, there's a lot of cheering.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm totally going to cry. That's awesome. I
0: know. It's awesome. I'm so happy.
1: And welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in L.A. slash Minnesota at the moment. And with me is my high
0: school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Kraft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Today, we're
1: going to talk about first day of school syndrome, which we have in a big way. Then in Take a Hike, we'll talk about how we are trying to create an atmosphere of growth in a 2021 that feels a lot like 2020. <laughs>
0: We've got to take two on one of our favorite mantras, volunteers, not recruits. And this week's Hollywood hack will get your smile zoom ready. But first we have an update announcement. Our <laughs> rainbow silapine travel cups are sold out. I can hardly believe it. They're gone. I know. I know. They are completely gone. I sent the last one out. So thank you to everyone who bought them. We hope they brighten your day as they brighten ours. And maybe we'll get more at some point. We're thinking about um, getting the bombers, which are a little bigger. That's what you like, Sarah, right? The bombers. Yes, I love my bomber. I have one of those and I love it. We'd also love to do some other merch.
1: Yeah, we're talking about maybe doing happier in Hollywood notepads or Post-its, notebooks. We just have to find a company that makes stuff we really love. Like, that's our bar. We have to really, really really
0: love it, and that's hard. Yes. We have to love it as much as we love the Silapint. So
1: stay tuned. (laughs) Hopefully we'll stumble on something.
0: (laughs) Yes. Okay, Sarah, it is time for From the Treadmill Desk of in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. This week, it's first day of school syndrome. We recently started the writer's room for Fantasy Islands, the new show we're doing for Fox. And, you know, it's just a really big deal to start a room, and it feels a lot like the first day of school. Yeah, it's new people, a new
1: schedule, new goals. It's just a lot of new, everything new. And there's obviously the excitement. It's very exciting. It's good. It's wonderful. But there's also nerves and the anxiety of getting to know everyone and feeling everyone out and wanting everyone to like you. And then it's
0: just exhausting, it really is because you're just so on. Yeah. You're so attuned to everybody. Your brain is going the whole time. And as you said, it's on many levels. It's social, it's work. It's we're the showrunners. So we we want to do a good job leading. We want to be efficient, but yet we want to make sure everyone's being heard. We want to make sure we're moving forward. I mean, it's just a lot to do. Yeah.
1: And it's true for every time we transition into something new and this is not yes. we you and me we as human beings well, yes uh, yes <laughs> every time universally there is a transition in our lives
0: yes every time you start a new job it is exhausting absolutely exhausting which is why we call it like first day of school syndrome because the first day of school is so overwhelming right <laughs> and then after a couple of weeks you Even for a parent, the first day of school is overwhelming. But then after a few weeks, it feels like the most normal thing in the world. And it's like just part of your day. Yeah. And we know that. I think
1: that helps. Even with like the the whole Zoom thing, I think is way, way more tiring than just starting the first day of a normal show. Oh, yeah. It's a normal show. We're just not starting it normally. Don't you think? I mean, I'm part of it also is that I'm walking on my treadmill desk a ton, but I am just Mm -hmm. wiped out by the end of the day.
0: Yeah. No, for me, it's literally, I will feel like my eyes are like rolling around and around (laughs) in my head. Like I can't, it's like a a cartoon, which Sarah brings me to a bonus hack I have today. Oh, okay. Excellent. And for you. So I have found that so at the end of the day, what I, I, I can't even relax at all because yeah. I'm, like, overtired, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. What I am finding is that if I sit down or get in bed, which is what I've been doing, and read a book... Mm. For a little while, I feel immensely better because, you know, I'm doing this um, read 21 minutes every day of 21 challenge with Gretchen, hashtag read 21 and 21. (laughs) And so what I've been doing is rather than just reading right before bed, when we break on the Zoom, I read just right then. You know, I say hi to Jack or whatever, and then I read. And when I'm done reading for 21 minutes, I feel like it's a reset. Right. And my eyes are not rolling around in my head and I my head isn't buzzing and all of that. So I highly recommend to people who are having trouble transitioning even from Zoom into their evening trying to read for a little while. It's like a palate cleanser. Exactly.
1: For your brain. Very helpful. (laughs) Okay I'm totally gonna do that.
0: I have been walking on my treadmill, not as much as you. You are putting in major steps. So that's a big advantage to our new workday. Yeah. it's. I, yesterday
1: I did over 15,000 steps and I finally stopped because I was like, wait a minute, I'm going to be
0: <laughs> really tired. <laughs> One thing I'll say as we do these all day Zoom sessions is that I'm much more, even more impressed with our children's teachers. Yeah, Because teaching on Zoom has got to be absolutely exhausting. Yes, yes. I know. I was
1: impressed with them before, and now I'm just thinking they walk on water.
0: Well, by the way, and impressed with our children, because they're also on (laughs) Zoom all day. So
1: true. I was thinking about that. Like, I finally understand what it's like for Violet for hours to be paying attention on Zoom. It's It's really tough.
0: It so. is, but I should add, we're loving getting to know everyone. Um, we're loving being in the room, feeling like it gives us a sense of normalcy that we're like working on a show, even if yeah. it's in our own homes. <laughs> so it also has the excitement of the first day of school, not just the exhaustion and anxiety. It also has the fun. I do wish
1: though that we could be together. You know,
0: it I do wish be we could have a of
1: an in person room, but
0: of course. One day. Next year. Yeah. Yes. Coming up, we have got a take a hike about living in an atmosphere of growth. The first is break. Okay, Liz, it's
1: time for Take a Hike, in which we discuss mental, physical, and spiritual health. Today, we're talking about mental health, specifically getting through these first challenging months of 2021 by creating an atmosphere of growth. Now, Liz, this is Gretchen's big thing. Do you want to explain what we mean by an atmosphere of growth?
0: Yes. So when my sister, Gretchen Rubin, wrote The Happiness Project, like I think it was 11 years ago now, one of the things she really honed in on as a key to being happy is living in an atmosphere of growth. So just sort of feeling like you're always progressing. And... We've been talking about this because 2021 so far feels a lot like 2020. I mean, could one say it's even worse than 2020 so far? I, mean, I think perhaps. one could. Yeah. <laughs> Although there is light at the end of the tunnel, which there was not in 2020. So that's an advantage. Yeah. Um, but like we were also ready for 2021. And then, you know, here comes political chaos. Pandemic's only getting worse. The vaccine rollout has been
1: horrendous. Yeah. It's all of those things that we were counting on to get better. Like New Year's Eve, we were like, it's 2021. Woohoo. It's yeah. going to be, you know, it's like, nope, it's just more of the same. Only as you said, worse. And it's just the tunnel is longer. All the things we're counting on, those lights at the end of it. Are farther away, they haven't happened yet. And it really feels like it's gonna be more of a long haul until things start to get back to normal. Not to be a downer, but that it's just (laughs) true. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes. And in LA, the numbers are so bad, Sarah. I am more sequestered away um, than I have been for the whole time. I mean, yeah. I have I don't leave the house for days at a time. No, it's
1: intense there. I, I just yes. from afar, it seems intense. It is.
0: So you and I want to counteract this feeling of 2021 being just like 2020. So we decided <laughs> that we are going to embrace creating an atmosphere of growth to change things up and make it feel like a new year and like change is happening. Yes. So my atmosphere of growth, um, I'm doing dry January. So I'm along with some friends uh, having no alcohol in January. And it's just what's nice about it is just setting a a doable challenge for myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially when you see the news, it's like, oh, it'd be nice to have a glass of wine <laughs> right <laughs> now. Um, gone, take me away. But it's a good feeling to be like, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm doing my dry January atmosphere of growth. And then I it, it gives me a sense of accomplishment. Yes, absolutely. And what are you
1: doing? I am back to intermittent fasting. How's that? It's good. I mean, it's sort of the same. It makes me feel like I have some element of control. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's good for me and my body really likes it when I do intermittent fasting. So I'm doing it every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And like I said, I in a previous episode, I'm back to no carbs before 11, like all just good steps. And then I'm also getting outside
0: every day. That's good. So you're setting that goal for yourself to get outside and enjoy the amazing nature you have surrounding you every single day. The nature fix. Exactly. Yeah, we're doing a lot of ice walks. We go out on the
1: ice on the lake um, and our neighbors put in a skating rink and we walk there and play with the dogs. (laughs) And I mean, as someone who's never been in this kind of environment before in the winter, it's so crazy, but wonderful. Yeah, like it's very
0: cool. I mean, Sarah, also, we should mention, like, doing Fantasy Island helps us live in an atmosphere of growth because it's such a big challenge. Absolutely. And we've done so many shows,
1: but every show is different. Every show has its own group of people and challenges and everything about it is a whole different beast in a lot of ways. Um, So, yeah, thanks to Fantasy Island for providing
0: our atmosphere of growth. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, I'm proud of us for just kind of like attacking it, like recognizing that 21 isn't like a miracle uh, cure, you know, mm-hmm. just the changing of the year and like sort of taking it upon ourselves to like make it good and and put ourselves through the paces. So um, I'm giving us a gold star for that.
1: Oh, thanks.
0: Gold star to you. <laughs> gold star to us. Um. Yeah, one day at a time. We will get through this. <laughs> yes. Well, we want to hear from all of you. How are you creating an atmosphere of growth in 2021? Let us know. Um, send us an email to happierinhollywood at gmail.com or send us a voice memo.
1: Coming up, we have a take two about
0: volunteers, not recruits. So important. Okay, Sarah, it is time for take two, in which we revisit a topic we discussed in a previous episode. Today, it's the mantra, volunteers, not recruits.
1: Yes. So we first discussed this idea in episode 42, in case anyone wants to go back and listen. At that time, we were getting ready to film the fixed pilot. Um, And now we're ramping up on Fantasy Island. So it's time to remind ourselves of this very, very, very important rule. Basically, it means we do not want to talk you into working with us. If we have to talk you into working with us, it's not the right situation.
0: Yes. This first came up years ago when a creator of a show um, that shall remain nameless was telling us that he'd had to cajole the lead actor into taking the job, and then the lead actor just went on to be miserable and make everyone's life miserable for the whole run of the show— And this guy said to us, he goes, and in retrospect, I should have thought volunteers, not recruits. If this guy doesn't want to be on my show, I should just not beg him to be on it. And we were like, mind's blown. So true. (laughs) I mean, this is probably something that gets us through like various situations more than any of our other mantras or rules. Absolutely. Uh, It's it comes up in relation to
1: every part of our job. Yes, because of course, I mean, it's so much better to work with people who want to be there, whether it's actors or writers or editors, anyone that you're working with. You want them to be excited about what you're doing together.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of times you can talk someone into taking a job because you have a lot of good reasons why they should take it. But if it's not in their gut that they want to be there, then it's just not worth it because inevitably that shows in the work. Yes. Yeah. And the the idea of this helps us move
1: on and release it when we don't get someone we really want to work with, when someone says no or we can't get someone onto a project, it's like, okay, if they don't want to do it, it's for the best.
0: Yeah. And I'm amazed at how helpful it is, like emotionally and psychologically. Like you and I will be absolutely set on something. And then if for whatever reason, the person doesn't want to do whatever job, we will just say, okay, volunteers, not recruits. And we are done. We are moving on. Yeah. And this also really helps would you apply apply it in reverse. <laughs> yeah. So if someone doesn't want to hire us, which of course we don't understand why they wouldn't hire us, then we go, well, we don't want them to hire us then. We only want people to hire us who really want us. Yeah.
1: Volunteers, not recruits. Yes. We should also mention, Liz, it's a good policy for your personal life as well.
0: Yes. This goes to the like, yes, don't beg someone to go on a date with you. (laughs) Not that I've gone on a date in a long time. I know. (laughs) If I were dating, I wouldn't be begging anyone. (laughs) So, Sarah, I do want to know if other people have put this into their lives, whether in their professional life or their personal life. Because I do think for us, this has been a life changing like true rule.
1: Yes, absolutely. Also, if you've regretted a time when you've recruited someone instead of taking a volunteer, we would love to hear about that as well. Um, so yes. email us or send us a voice memo to happier at gmail.com.
0: Okay, Sarah, finally, it is time for this week's Hollywood Hack. And might I say, just when you thought, we can't possibly have another idea to improve your work Zooms, we do! (laughs) It seems to be like the only thing we think about now are work Zooms. I was thinking, like, in our introduction, it needs to be like we should, like, mention Zooming. Like, in a world filled with Zooming, we're here to make it better. (laughs) Okay, this week's hack is... To keep lipstick and blush close to the computer for those of you who wear lipstick and blush. This is so key because
1: especially with Zoom, throwing on lipstick, this is obviously mostly for women, although guys, lip balm, tinted balm, whatever you prefer, putting on lipstick can make you look way more put together than you actually are.
0: Yes, even if like hairs in a ponytail, ratty t-shirt, whatever you're hiding on the bottom of what you're wearing, you put on lipstick and it seems like there's some intention behind this outfit and this look. Yes. And Sarah, I find that I need more blush on Zoom than I do in real life and so I also like to keep blush close by so that I can sort of, you know, when you log on and you can see yourself a second, you know, before you actually join. Yeah. I like to maybe add a little bit of blush. And we should say this is in addition to
1: the touch up your appearance feature that Zoom has. Which we use, yes. Yes, we. I use yeah. it at like 100% because there's degrees also of touch up your appearance. But we were in our Zoom writer's room yesterday And someone did not know about it. There are still people out there who don't know on Zoom you can touch up your appearance. That's right. We had to do a lesson. (laughs) So if you do the touch up your appearance and then have your (laughs) lipstick there and blush
0: ready to go, you're good. Yes, you're gorgeous. So, Sarah, what I will say is that this sort of tip of have the blush and the lipstick nearby, and you and I ordered extra for that, by the way. So we still have it in its regular (laughs) place, and now we have extra lip gloss, lipstick, lip balm. I have my tinted Burp Bees lip balm, which was in my stocking, which I've been using a lot. It's sort of a subset of a larger hack, which is a mise en place idea, which Gretchen and I have talked about on Happier, which is when you're sitting down to work, it's like the chef's mise en place, getting everything ready before you sit down. And it really, it, it's so nice when you're zooming to have what you want at your fingertips. Yes.
1: Like I have a box of kind bars just mm. in case I feel like I need a snack. I have my water bottle. I have my lip balm. Obviously, I have pen and notebook. iPad, of course. I'm trying to think, is there anything else in my mise en place?
0: Well, like you ponder that. I have a lot. I have icebreakers. <laughs> I have now jawbreakers. I have a new kind of jawbreaker, Sarah, that I love. I have Werther's original sugar-free candy. <laughs> I have usually a cup of coffee, a cup of water, and some sort of soda, either Diet Ginger Ale or Diet Coke. And I have a bar nearby, in addition to, like, iPad and that that stuff. And when I have all those things, I just don't feel anxious. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to want to get up and get a jawbreaker. Like, when should I do that? It's like, I have it ready to go. Yes. It's all right within arm's reach. Yeah. And that makes a big difference. It's like, we all have so much working against us right now. It's nice to just (laughs) do whatever you can to give yourself a little leg up. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. No, I will get
1: I'm trying not to drink that much Diet Coke, but I'm going to say admit this. I will get two Diet Cokes and keep them on my desk oh. just so I don't have to, like, go and get another one. And then that's what I have for the whole day. That's my limit. But then they're there, and I'm ready to go along with my water. We're very hydrated.
0: Yes. I will say bonus um, hydration hack— Using a cup like I've been using this Corksicle um, like wine cup for water is really helpful because it just keeps it cold for so long.
1: Yes, I use my Everwell water bottle, which and obviously Corksicles. So I alternate between the two and then it's like ice cold all day. Perfect. Yes. This expanded well beyond our lipsticks, Liz. It did. Well, you know, Sarah, when it
0: comes to, I think we need to start a podcast that's just about, like, Zoom work. <laughs> that's a good idea. Although I don't know that I want to talk about it that much. Okay, We're already so well. immersed.
1: Um, yes, and hopefully it will end soon. Yes. Yes. And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for
0: listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, king of remote recording. And thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence
1: 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward
0: Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts. Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, Do the Thing with Whole 30's Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at S. and
1: Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Till next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it.
0: I was thinking as work heats up, as it, you know, is quickly doing, it's very helpful for me to frame it as a lark. Even though it's sort of the opposite of a lark, if I think of it as a lark, it helps me cope. (laughs) It's a lark, but it's a laborious lark. Yes, a laborious lark. It's a laborious lark, and we enjoy it. (laughs) From the Onward Project.